All right, hey y'all, uh, Raiders out there, this is Raider 6. So welcome to another episode of Cav Radio. So today we've got a special episode. This is the first part of our uh, Heroes of the Week. So um, every two weeks, uh, the Troop Chains Command nominate a Hero of the Week. It's We do our sit reps every two weeks, so it's really like Hero of the Two Weeks. Um, and so the troops nominate uh, one soldier, and now they're, they're nominating kind of a squad, a best squad thing too, which is fairly recent, so we're going to... We're going to figure out that. We don't want to bust any uh, COVID restriction stuff, so we're going to keep this to Heroes of the Week. But uh, what we're going to do over the next uh, sort of little bit is we'll talk through a recent Hero of the Week um, in the squadron. You get to little, know a little bit about him and uh, why he was nominated for that. And then um, we'll uh, hopefully he'll inspire other other troopers to uh, to push for Hero of the Week um, on the show. So, the, so my guest is uh, Sergeant Promotable. Adams from Dakota Troop. So welcome to Cav Radio. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, I'm glad to be here. All right. All right. So, Sergeant Adams, you were nominated by uh, Dakota Troop Chain of Command uh, for Sergeant Zucker and uh, Captain King as the Hero of the Week. And we were joking here before we came on air. Uh, it was really hard to figure out, like, what exactly that you were nominated for the Soldier of the, of the Week for because um, you have about a thousand jobs. So as I counted, I think there were like 18 different things in there that they nominated. So maybe that was just the technique they used, like volume. You know, it was a heavy rate of fire. It wasn't like he did one thing really good. It was like, how does this guy actually do any of this? Because there were about 15 things in there. So um, so why don't you tell me what your like your army job is? Uh, and then we can go out, off of that to see all the other stuff you do. So what do you do in Dakota Troop? I, I'm a 91 Delta generator mechanic, so I work in a motor pool. Uh, I fix generators, uh, AC units, and uh, trailers and drashes. So um, my main job is to fix our 15 generators that we have. Yeah, yeah and that's a, that's a good one. Um, so my first sergeant when I was a company commander was a former generator mechanic. And uh, he was always, he told me, like, plug in a coffee pot. If ever the generator, like, doesn't get enough, that was his thing. I and mean, he would just, like, we had all these generators and be like, get the coffee pot. So, like, he didn't want anything wet stack. Because, you know, you, get, you probably see it, right? Like, you see a generator, it's like a 15 generator, and it's like a laptop plugged into it. And you're like, oh, man, that thing's going to go. So, for all of the listeners out there, um, we've, had, we've talked about this, right? What is wet stacking? Because that's a generator. That's a term for generators. That if you don't know what that is, it's really important. So, so what is a wet? What is wet stacking? So the best way I can describe it is for is put in the car terms. So if you drive a car at thirty miles an hour, thirty miles an hour for about two or three years, your engine will literally start to fail on you. Um, it's pretty much using an engine at minimum RPMs. So um, after a while, the engine will vibrate too high. It's pretty much in low idle for a long period of time. Um, the seals from the front engine to, to the mid engine starts to decay. Uh, oil and coolant mixed together is a bad thing. It's bad, it's bad for the engine. That's right. Yeah. And so how do we, uh, why does a generator run at that low? What's, what's the key thing that's not happening not when happening. a generator runs so that low? It's not enough power. So not enough power. So usually like if you have a 5k and like, sorry, like you just said, a laptop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, or just lights. Yeah, you you run in and you see like the the little like fluorescent lights, like one light getting run off a of five k. That sucker's gonna blow. Because you know, as you walk around the motor pool, how many five k generators? Those things are like never working. And it's like, guys, it's and it is the coffee pot. He would he would just be like, just plug the coffee pot in. It's like twelve volts. I don't know whatever. And it was it was okay. And you know, you could still plug the lap. You could still probably plug ten laptops in. And uh, and so yeah, so power management. 
Um, and so a lot of times we'll issue those generators out to the troop level or, you know, to different. And, and I know a lot of folks understand it, you know, at the maintainer level, but a lot of times at the operator level um, and, 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 you know, officers are the worst, right? Like we're just like, oh, cool, the generator putting out power. I take the power from my laptop and I just start typing. It's like, dude, that thing's going to blow. Um, so anyway, cool. Well, hey, thanks for educating everyone on the wet stacking because that's, a, that's a something that uh, – so you're a generator mechanic. Um, but as I was reading through the Soldier of the Week nomination, you also have, you know, 150 other jobs. So why don't you tell us about the other stuff that you do for the squadron besides just, uh, just, just the generator mechanics. So in the motor pool, my main two jobs is as a mechanic and the second job is ECO. So uh, environmental control officer. So I pretty much, I control all of the, the hazmat, uh, recycling, um, in the motor pool, um, as well as, as, uh, <laughs> sorry about that, um, it's cross-trained my soldiers. So same as uh, uh, AC and Juliet's is our mm -hmm. pumps, which we don't have. We have two. <laughs> that mm -hmm. we, yeah. That we, For the, the tents, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, second thing is a master driver. So I'm also the company slash alternate for the, uh, the troop. So I've been doing um, our 40-hour classes for the past two years alongside um, our previous uh, and current Sergeant Wiley as our, our primary master driver. Um, yeah. getting all of our guys trained and making sure they're properly trained and driving because the last couple of years, the last uh, squadron master driver didn't teach them properly, so we had a lot of transmission issues because the guys didn't know how to go from low to high. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember, uh, I think Chief Strickland told me at JRTC, they had, like, they replaced like eight transmissions. Eight transmissions. He's yes. just like, they get off the boat, he's like, wait a minute, these things have been on a boat? And they were like, no. Um, no, hey, I really, really want to thank you for the, uh, you and, and Sergeant Wiley and all the troop master drivers because, you know, master driver program is one of those things that doesn't get a lot of emphasis and, and until something goes horribly wrong. And so when you look on there, so things like, you know, the attention to detail that you as the master drivers have to, con and it's not fun, like nobody really gets recognized for it. It's like, okay, oh, well, hey, we just got fielded at 1083A4, V625, whatever the heck. And you're like, okay, well, who is in the troop? Because it's got to be at the troop level that goes, all right, well, Jones, Adams, and Smith were all licensed on the on the 1083 A4 V425 and and going back through and going like okay now here's your updated license nice. with the actual vehicle on it you know even if there's no it's just things like that or how about when you change people around like okay you know special smith he was in headquarters now he's in the you know this section like oh does that have a trailer with it cuz he's not licensed on a trailer well let's make sure his trailer he actually gets properly trained and then licensed on the trailer so you're like a huge important and I think um, you know we have a lot of checks on the system but ultimately it starts with the troop master driver and that that's a job believe me I know it's not easy and it's something you just can't ever let go of it's like no I got to keep checking this stuff and and yes it's not only your job that's what NCOs are for platoon sergeants section sergeants all that stuff and we have checks here believe me I've I spot check dispatches and the first thing I look at is the driver's license because that's it. The first thing I look at is the driver's license to go, okay, well, if this kid's license doesn't match the, the vehicle type, then I don't even look at it. And the XO does a good job of it, too. And he checks all the other stuff, 5988s and parts flow and things like that. But um, so, yeah, I think that was another one. And then on ECO, right, it's, again, it's one of those things, you know, we live in we live on an island. And it's very, very sensitive to the environmental considerations. And so I think it's not like uh, it's not it's not bullshit. It's it's important for us to take care of this island that we live on, because 
it is a special place. And so the, you do a great job on the ECO stuff. I know um, I want to say uh, a couple of weeks ago, actually, Bronco 6 was like, yeah, I was in your motor pool and I, you know, I went over and like tried to get into the hazmat warehouse and some guy stopped me. I was like, yeah, that's probably Sergeant Adams. Um, he was just like, yeah, it seems like you got things pretty tight down there. I was like, yeah, pretty much. You can't even, he won't even give you advice without signing something. Right. So, so I appreciate that and please stay on it because that's the kind of stuff that, uh, it's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes, but then, you know, uh, when it, when things uh, are going well and you don't really know why you look back and go, oh, maybe it's because they've got a pretty tight master driver program, got a pretty tight ECO, um, program. So, you know, that was kind of really what put it over um, over the top for me on you. So I appreciate what you do, and that's why you were picked as the uh, as the Soldier of the Week. So um, just wanted to make sure you got a chance to, to talk about it. So Thank Soldier you. of the Week, so let's talk a little bit about Sergeant Adams then. So we know what you do. We know you do well for the Army. So why don't you tell people, why did you join the Army, and how would you, you get here? <laughs> I joined the Army to get out of the state I was in. I'm originally from New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> watch it uh, watch it hey actually I, I think i might have done the same thing so where are you from in jersey i'm from camden um camden right okay. across from, right yeah across from that's, a, that's a tough that's a tough spot man i don't so, uh as soon as i yeah teenager I, <laughs> yeah out of camden no i don't uh i remember when i was a kid uh when the state police like took over camden it was uh they're not they're like camden they, 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 they basically yeah they, they changed it now they brought, they brought back, like, their own police. They, the police went in and were just like, okay, you're done. And they just got rid of all of the entire – it was so corrupt, so bad, so everything. And they, and they didn't actually just, like, drive in and declare victory. Like, they, like, fought their way oh, yeah, into yeah. Camden to then take it over. It was crazy. I was uh, – yeah, I was, I was um, pretty young. But, yeah, I don't know, Camden, that's, that's a rough spot, man. I, uh, so I'm from Tom's River, so it's only about – I'm about an hour west, uh, east of Camden. Okay. Um, but uh, – uh, that's that's uh, understandable. So you get out of Camden, and uh, I'm just I'm glad you didn't end up in Philadelphia. Don't tell me you're an Eagles fan. I, I'm I was an Eagles fan, uh. and then and then I, I, which is even still worse. I moved over to a Cowboys fan. So oh yeah, seriously, that's the only way you could go. That's worse. <laughs> what man? Well, you know though. I mean, I don't know. So I you know I I can imagine being from Jersey like the Giants. Okay, yeah, yeah. But then like the Eagles. But damn it, I mean at least the I mean maybe the Redskins. Like I was the Cowboys. Oh, okay, I got all family right. from Texas, so all right, I'm actually, like, all good, man. All good. That's all good. I. uh Cool. All right. So you uh, from Camden, from Jersey, and so yeah, I I left New Jersey uh, to go to college, and uh, I've I've never been back either. So I can't. Uh, um, I mean, I've been back to visit, but I don't uh, I don't uh, I don't claim. I mean, I've I've been out longer than I was in. Which you're not there yet, right? You're not. Are you close? I'm ten years now. So. Ten years. Okay. So you're you're about getting to the point. A couple more years where you'll be you'll be out of Camden longer than out of New Jersey uh, longer than you were in New Jersey. Roger. So, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I mean, I, I, a lot of people knock Jersey, but that's okay. No, but, but Camden, yeah, that's a, that's a rough spot. All right. So, um, I do have the standard question that I have to ask. Um, so were you ever, were you promised an Outback Steakhouse meal to join the army? Was that part of your recruiting pitch? Because it's happened. And we had someone on the show that described his, he was, uh, he was offered an Outback Steakhouse meal and then joined the Army. Was that one of the recruiting pitches mine, you got, or was yours different? Mine was different. It was worse than Outback Steakhouse. I okay. actually joined in Florida. Okay. I claim Florida since I don't, I don't okay. really claim Jersey. So uh, okay. mine was was worse. He promised me, because I didn't know about this. I didn't know it was illegal until I got in. He, my uh, recruiter got investigated four oh, okay. years later, so okay. he was bad. <laughs> yeah. 
um, he promised me that I would get a bonus. Okay. Joining, which I wasn't allowed to get bonus out from MOS. So what he was going to do was take the bonus that he got for enlisting me and another buddy, and then. <laughs> And then like, give it to you. No, he never gave it to of me. Of course not. You know, yeah, he never yeah, yeah. <laughs> to yeah. But he got oh, he ended up getting man. caught a couple years later. Oh. Uh, CID called me up and then asked really? me a bunch of questions about him. Man, uh, that's horrible. Uh, <laughs> that's terrible. I wonder where I wonder where he is. I wonder what happened. I wonder probably if he got in like, jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's um, that's pretty terrible. You probably weren't the only one. No, I was not. Oh, no, yeah, no. This one. guy was. Yeah, I'm sure. Did he drive like a nice car? Like yeah. nicer than a recruiter it probably a, should. Yeah. A nice, uh, a big, nice Cadillac because it was ten I years ago. I was gonna say Cadillac. <laughs> I don't know what it, I was gonna ask you if you drove a Cadillac. Because uh, is that bad? That's like a criminal truck in my mind, or a criminal, a criminal vehicle, right? Like uh, I was gonna say. I swear I was like, nah, I probably shouldn't go there. But because I mean, a lot of criminals don't drive Cadillacs, but. Yeah, he had Cadillac, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's probably how CID got him. They're not that. They're not a, that swift, I guess. I don't nice know. They're like, mm, <laughs> recruiters driving a Cadillac. Let me investigate this. They probably didn't need your stuff. They're like, recruiter driving a Cadillac. No, that's that's not right. Uh, no, well, hey, that's that's crazy. That is worse than. Uh, but I mean, the same thing. Maybe maybe Captain Lou's recruiter was. Uh, you know, promising everybody an Outback Steakhouse meal. And they Never took deliver. anybody. Never took yeah, anybody. I don't know. I think maybe he was working some deal. Maybe he had some kind of arrangement with them. I don't know. But, well, hey, that's terrible. Did Oh, man. So it was the two of you, right? Two guys? You, yeah, you drove it was, me, it, was, it was me and a, a, a friend of mine. Wow. So he was, we were supposed to be, actually, we were supposed to be infantry. I actually joined as a tanker. But, as, um, as you should have. I mean, of course. <laughs> when, before I got basic training, or after yeah. basic training, uh, I was colorblind. Oh, yeah, interesting. so I couldn't see a, a certain red or something. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you joined as a tanker. <laughs> All right, yeah, I knew I liked you for some reason. That's funny because my, like I said, my first sergeant joined as a as a generator mechanic and then became a tanker. Um, so he went like the other I way. Uh, I don't know why. I can't remember the story why he did that. I gotta I gotta ask him. Um, but okay, cool. All right, so. Um, you know, we always ask uh, sort of the four questions, right? So, what are you eating? What are you drinking? What are you watching? What are you reading? So, so what are you eating? What are you eating? Do you have some kind of either new restaurant or meal or something you cook at home or what are you? Uh, so I don't. What are you I, into? I don't normally eat out. I try to save as much money as possible. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I am a, uh, uh, I'm on a keto diet, so I cook my own a lot. A lot Fantastic. A lot of How's it going for you? It's going good because after quarantine, I get it. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. Yeah, that ROM. So. They call it like the ROM 15 now. Um, I've seen it. Uh, I, I was lucky, man. I didn't do it. I brought, my, uh, I brought my bike with me, my road bike thing, and I was like a hamster on that thing. And uh, I would just pet hours, hours on that. It was, yeah. But so, so you, uh, you went keto after, uh, really. And it, you liked it, like the type of food that you're on and that kind of stuff? I love it, but my family don't. So yeah. my wife is Filipino. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, that doesn't go well with lumpia and pancit, and that's a tough. So, uh, to making an adjustment, just cooking me my certain meals oh, and, and having supper is, is kind of hard for her. But other than that, I mean, really. And it, are you like, are you losing weight? Are you feeling? I lost yeah. about twenty pounds. So I'm back to my normal weight before. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so, good. Pre T P T test, the ACFT passed it all. I'm, yeah. I'm, good. Yeah, man, I I did uh, I did keto for about four months on a deployment, um, and yeah, it was the same. I, I was looking good, I was feeling good, and uh, I came back from that deployment, and uh, I got like blood work done, and uh, they never called me. They never said like, hey, there's anything wrong or whatever. And so, like a, I don't know, a year later, I had to get more blood work done, and the doc was like, did anybody call you about this cholesterol? Like, you know, the, basically the level was 
so bad. She's like, yeah, you. And normally when we, but what had happened was I, I had gotten off keto mm-hmm. because my same thing. My my wife was like, I am not making you. I'm not doing it. I got three kids, and she was like, I'm not making five meals. So like, you have to make a life choice here, Mister. So I was like, okay, fine. Like I'll, I'll be off keto, no problem. So I, uh, so so yeah. So like the docs like. Um, it's like, yeah, uh, your, your heart was basically pumping like Velveeta cheese, right? At this point, she was like, people with cholesterol, this level, we usually just send right to the hospital for like a massive thing. But, but I had through my diet and exercise had like brought the keto cholesterol to like normal levels. So she's like, you don't need anything now. She's like, and she goes, you know, what happened? Why, why was your cholesterol so high? I was like, I don't know. I, I don't know, doc. I'm not really sure. You know, meanwhile, I know exactly what happened. It was, uh, you know, eating like 16 eggs a day and I was, I was not very good. So check your health. No. If you haven't gotten like a checkup, just, you know, and it, cause, and a lot of that stuff's family history yeah. and things like that. And I have a really bad family history with that stuff. So, um, I loved it too. That was like the food I like to eat normally. Um, thought it was hard to get that much fat in like 70% of your diet or something 60-70% is fat that's that's tough that's like a lot of eggs and a lot of cottage cheese cheese and yogurt and like yeah I was uh but uh yeah other than that um I thought it was okay but well that's cool man as long as you're feeling good like I said get those get those blood numbers checked because you don't want to be like that was a horrible choice um for me personally it didn't work but um well at least uh at least it's working for you um all right, so what do you uh, what do you what are you drinking these days? What do you drink um, oh, on keto? Let me guess. It's like I don't know, clear spirits. Uh, what else? you can have like one glass of wine or something. Like what? What do you? What do you? Or just water, of course. You know, so, uh, not beer. I, I know that. I don't know beer. So I, I I don't drink beer. I I quit. I used to, I used to, mm. but um, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. So I don't drink much wine, but okay. I, I, I'm a rum guy. So rum, hey, sugar, what? <laughs> that is not keto friendly. Not. I know it is not, Sergeant Adams. That's okay. It I mean, not. you gotta live your life. So okay, all right. I, I do a coconut rum. So like full full fledged Coke, like not Coke Zero, no Diet Coke. No, no, uh, coconut rum and pineapple juice. Oh, coconut rum. Coconut oh, I thought rum. you said Coke and a rum. So it doesn't like, have. Oh man. Okay, coconut rum. Okay, right. Malibu pineapple or... juice though. Malibu, yep. Malibu, Malibu, coconut rum. Okay. Malibu and pineapple juice. Yeah. That's not that's not keto, man. I don't know. Is that do you save all your sugars up like all that week and you have like some at the end? Hey, I mean whatever works. It's working for you. I don't I mean I only drink right, cool. once a week. Once a week. Yeah, oh, that's, that's good. That's, that's healthy. Saturday and that's yeah. Saturday. No, that's healthy. I I imagine also if you're on keto, you're not gonna drink that much of those. So it's just a little bit um well, that's cool. All right, what are you uh, what are you watching these days? What's on? So, um, we do, besides the Cowboys, but don't let's not even talk about the Cowboys. The Green Bay actually got destroyed this today. Week. This, no, this week, yeah, by like, the Cowboys. No, no, but, oh uh, yeah, the Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thirty-two to. I mean, yeah. thirty-two. That was horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, so you watch football though? Uh, when I can, I got three kids, so whenever All they're right. not, you know, <laughs> running around on TV back and I forth. Know. I know. Yeah, but I'm, a, I'm a Marvel guy, so oh, cool. uh, pretty much Marvel, um, Netflix. Try to limit the TV though, but yeah. I'm always either working or in the barracks. Okay. Yeah, no, that's that's good. So Marvel, like, do you have Disney Plus? You watch all the Marvel stuff on Disney Plus? Yeah, I don't watch. My kids do. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's not not too much Marvel coming out now because of the coronavirus. Of coronavirus. Everything's pushed, pushed like it. years, right? Yeah, a lot of movies. You're gonna have back. to wait a while. Yeah. Um, so, When's the next movie expected to come out? Next, they pushed. It was supposed to be a uh, Black Widow or one of those, yeah. but they ended up pushing it back until the beginning of next year. Okay. Man. Yeah. There's no no Marvel on the horizon. I think what's, yeah, I don't uh, some kind of, maybe this TV show, right? Falcon and the Winter Soldier, maybe, uh, right? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that should be good. I'm excited for that one, and I'm excited for WandaVision. Those two will be pretty good, because WandaVision is going to be, like, super weird, which I think is it's probably time for some Marvel weirdness. So, that's cool. All right, and then uh, what's, what are you reading? What are you, what are you reading these days? Um, I'm, I'm, a, uh, I'm a weird person, so uh, I read Anne Rice books. Nice, Vampire so Diaries. Vampire, yep, yes. Vampire, so <laughs> Lestat. I'm, I'm right? actually reading Lestat right now. I'm into like a third or fourth book. So cool. After Lestat is a uh, golden, uh, I can't remember, but golden uh, something. Nice. Yeah, that's, uh, I like, uh, I think I, I have read the first one. Um, saw the movie though, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt interview with Brad Pitt. Pitt. Yeah, it was yeah. a good Tom movie. Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Um, but Kristen, what's it, Kirsten Dunst no. in that movie, right? She's the kid, kid. vampire. Oh, creepy. <laughs> um, no, she's really cool about New Orleans, right? She's like, it's all corner, right? That's yeah, her New big, Orleans, uh, um, I have a really good friend um, who, lives, who lives in New Orleans from Louisiana. She does like, I really, I, I think I only made it through the first one, but um, did she also do the, uh, the books about, um, what's that HBO series, True Blood? No. Is no. she True Blood too? No, that's a different one. Different one. Um, my wife watches True Blood, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a that was a pretty good show. But those there's like a series of books there too. But I think so. Oh, that's cool, man. I, I think it's uh it's cool when you know everybody has different interests and vary, right? I mean, it's like, uh, you know, we can't just read all the stuff that because uh, I know generator manuals, uh, driver manuals, <laughs> which you could start reading that all the manuals and ARs and DA pans that cover a driver training program and you'll be done in like five years because uh, I think they're about four foot high if you stack them up. So um, it's good that you break away and get some, get some, uh, get some, uh, you know, vampires in. It's good for you. <laughs> I'm weird, I'm weird guys. <laughs> no, no, that's not weird. I don't know. I read it. Does that mean I'm weird? No, no. I think you're in the choir. Yeah. yeah we're good. We're good. Um, Nah, that's cool. All right, man. Well, hey, uh, that's all really uh, – we just want to make sure we give uh, an opportunity. So thanks for what you do for the squadron. So you're picked for a hero of the week, and that's uh, that's pretty awesome. And, um, you know, for all the things that you do, keep doing them, right, because uh, – we need uh, everybody here. We don't have a uh, we don't have a huge group here in the squadron, but we got everybody who's here has got to do their best, and you're already doing your best. And so, um, thank you very much. And so, what we have for you is um, the coveted Raider koozie, um, which uh, I will uh, give to you. Which is uh, Raiders it says Mackenzie Raiders on it. Mackenzie's Raiders, eighteen fifty five, and um, you can fit in their uh, pineapple rum that you drink. Uh, pineapple coconut rum once a week uh, it will fit in there I know it does um, but that's for you for being on cab radio Thank um, you, that's the only way you can get these koozies uh, uh, I think I have a lot of them so we've got to do about a hundred more episodes <laughs> to get rid of these so Skeet's ready to go so um, yeah so thanks for coming on and um, yeah it's a great job man thank you sir all right